Nedarim Daf Zion is from the last cycle. Today's Daf is Nedarim Daf Zion, and we are on the top line of Daf Zion Amad Aleph, Yesh Yad Litztaka. So the Gemara is continuing to discuss the halachas of Yodos. So as we mentioned during the last few days, the Iker halacha of Yodos was said in the context of Nedarim. The Gemara and Daf Gimel brought three Makairis to the Halacha of Yodis Nedarim. Either it's learned out from the Pasuk Ishki Yafli Lindar Neder. Lindar Neder is a double Lashen to tell me that not only someone that makes a Neder, but even someone that makes only the Yad of a Neder, the Neder would be Chal. Another Mada Omar learned it from the next two words in the Pasuk, Nazar Lahazar Lashem. Nazar Lahazar again is a double Lashem. Then there was a third Makar that the Gemara brought in the Afkimul Beis, and that was Kalayoitse mi Pivyase, Kol Hayoitse, even if somebody only mentions a Yad, even then the Neder would be Chal. So the Ikar Parsha of Yodos is a Halacha in Hilchas Nedar. Stating that as we saw. Yesterday, the halacha of Yodais is not exclusive to Hilchas Nedarim. The Gemara brought Rapapa Shailo, Yesh Yad Kedushin, Yesh Yad so that any time there's a halacha that somebody needs to say something, there's a Din Lashon, the Gemara wanted to know. Rapapa was Mesupik, perhaps there too, there'd be a halacha of Yodais. Meaning, although the Iker parish of Yodais was said in Hilchas Nedarim, and based on that, there would be a mocking to say that maybe it's exclusive to Hilchas Nedarim, but still the Amoriran felt not that way, and as we saw yesterday, and the Gemara is going to continue today, it's clear that the halacha of Yodais are not exclusive to Hilchas Nedarim. One kasha that we didn't speak out yesterday, and that is the Rans kasha, which is a very important kasha, and that is Rapapa wasn't sure whether there's a halacha of Yodais by Kedushin, whether it's Allah of Yadis by Peya. Today we'll see the Gemara is going to say, Yesh Yad Litztaka, En Yad Litztaka, Yesh Yad Lehefker, En Yad Lehefker. So the Gemara is not sure whether the halachas of Yadis apply outside of the realm of the Dar. Yet, it was a Mafurish Gemara that Fehmed Beis that with regards to Ilchas Gerishin, regarding the Nusach Haget, it's clear that there is a halach of Yadis. So, Frank Duran, why was Rapapa not sure whether Yesh Yad the Kedushin, En Yad the Kedushin? Yet, when it comes to Gitin, Ilchas Gerishin, it's posher to the Gemara that there is a halach of and the Rans has a little bit of a, a difficult teretz, but it's just Kedai to speak out the teretz of the Avni Meluim. The Avni Meluim that we spoke out yesterday just says that the Shiloh of Yesh Yadli Kedushin was that could be only by Nedarim there's Allah of Yadis because the Dibur by Nedarim has a Chashivus like a Maisa. Because all you do when you make a Nedar is speak. You don't do anything else. There's no Maisa component. Yet, through your Dibur, there's a Chalois Nedar. So that Dibur is more than just an ordinary Dibur because it creates a Chalois. Thus, it has the Chashivus of a Maisa. And that was the Gemara Shiloh. Yesh Yad Kedushin, being that the Amir by Kedushin doesn't have that Chashivus because although by Kedushin there is an Amir component, but there's also a Maisa Kenyan component, so it could be the only time there's a Allah of Yadis is when the Dibur is like a Maisa, but when the Dibur is not like a Maisa, maybe they're Enyad, says the Avni if that was the Shailah in the Gemara, then it's Poshit why the Gemara never declared the Shailah by Gitin, because what was the Sugya of Yadis Begerishin? It was all in the Nusach Haget, the Nusach Haget isn't spoken, it's written, there we're dealing with a Maisa, the Maisa Ksiva, by Maisa Ksiva it's Poshit, 
to the Gemara that the Maisek Siva of Gerishim would be like the Bitoy of Nedah, that there would be Allah of Yadis. The Shaila was Dafka by Kedushin, where you're not writing it, you're saying it. It also doesn't have a Chshivas of a Maisa because there is a Maisa that's happening, the Isha Niknes, because of Shtarbiya. It was only there that the Gemara was Mesopic. But either way, you see that the Halachas of Yadis are not exclusive to Nadarim, they apply outside of Ilkhaz Adarim as well. And now we're going to have another Amid Gemara regarding where, what areas in Allah could we apply the Sugya of Yadis. Says the Gemara, Yesh Yadlit Staka, in Yadlit Staka. If somebody makes a Kabbalah to give Staka, but he doesn't speak out a complete Loshain of Kabbalah's Tzedakah, but rather he only says a Yad, is there a Halach of Yadis? Is he now obligated to give that Staka? So somebody makes a pledge for Staka, but instead of speaking it out, Shainahite, he uses only a Yad. So the question is, is that a, a Loshain of Neder of Kabbalah's Tzedakah or not? Says the Gemara, what's the case? Is it talking about where a person had money in front of him and he said, This Zuz I want should be Tidstaka for Nami? And the Gemara would call it a Yad because he didn't say Vahadei Nami Litstaka, he just said Vahadei Nami. But the Gemara, like it said yesterday, says Ahutstaka Atzmahi. That's not a Yad Litstaka, that's a complete Loshin of Tzedaka. Because although he didn't say Hodein Litstaka, but the Vahadei Nami is going back on what he previously said. And the way we understand his Lushen is Hadein Zuzel of a Hadein Nami, so that the Tzedaka is referring to the first Zuz and to the second Zuz as well. So that's not even a, a case of Yodah. So that can't be where the Shiloh was. The case is, is where again he had two Zuzim in front of him. He said Hadein Zuzel and then he pointed to the other Zuz and he said Vahadein. And that's a Yad. He didn't say Nami. All he said was Vahadein. It's a Yad. That's what's the Shiloh. My Hadein Nami Tzedaka. Did he mean to say that this other should also be litstaka. This is going to go to Tzedakah, and this I'm going to spend to buy something for myself. What's the shayla? What is the aside of the shayla? Whether you should say yodis by Tzedakah. Me, I mean, do we say keeping the iskish lekarbonis? Being that Tzedakah is iskish lekarbonis. Tchsev befichas with Tzedakah. Where is it iskish in the parsha of Balta Acher? Tzedakah has a halacha of Balta Acher, just like regular hektish does, so that. We see that there's a hekish between staka and carbonos. So mar carbonos yeshlam yad, just like bar carbonos nidre hekish. There's aloch of yad. There's av staka nami yeshlam yad. Maybe staka would also have aloch of yad. Oidoma or perhaps lebal ta'achar who the iskish. It could be the hekish is only for bal ta'achar, but the hekish is not going to be for staka. We spoke out the run yesterday that although ordinarily the klal is ain hekish lemechza, that's only where it says it mafurish. So had it said staka mafurish in the pasuk, then you would say ain hekish lemechza. Once you find that there's a hekish regarding bal ta'achar, there'd have to be a hekish regarding the aloch of yadus as well. But here the Pasik didn't say the word staka. It said Beficha. Beficha zut staka. But it didn't say it Mafurish. So therefore the Gemara is Mesopic. Whether the Hekish that we have between Staka and Karbonis is only with regards to the halachas of Balta Achar, or maybe once you find the Hekish regarding Balta Achar, the Hekish would apply to other areas as well, so that just like by Hekish is halacha of Yodis, perhaps by Tzedaka, there would be a halacha of Yodis as well. So we have here an interesting Shiloh. The Gemara wants to know, Yesh Yadlet Tzedaka or Ein Yadlet Tzedaka? There's a parsha of Yodis, which is Be'ikr in Hilchas Nedarim, and the Gemara wants to know whether the parsha of Yodis would apply to Tzedaka as well. Somebody makes a pledge for Tzedaka using a Yad, whether or not he's now obligated to fulfill that pledge because he said a Lashen or no. Maybe the Lach of Yodis wasn't said by Tzedaka. What's the Shailah? The Shailah is, do you say that just like we find the Hekish between Tzedaka 
and carbonus regarding Balta Achar, it applies to other areas of Azlach as well, or maybe no. Maybe it's Tafkali and Balta Achar, or in others, the Shaila is, is do we look at Staka like Hektish, or do we not look at Staka like Hektish? If we look at it like Hektish, Hektish has Allah of Yadis, Staka would also have Allah of Yadis. If we don't look at it like Hektish, then we wouldn't. It's interesting that this Shaila of whether or not Staka is treated as Hektish has implications in many areas of Allah, and it would seem to be a, a Machlekis Rishonim, literally in, in many different places. The Ramah, in Hilchus Staka, in the end of Simon Reish Nun Ches, says as follows: Mchoshav beliboy litein ezer davar litstaka. Let's say somebody makes a pledge for Staka, but he does a beliboy. So a yid is coming to your front door, and you come to the door, and and you have a mind to give him X amount of dollars, and and then you change your mind, or there's an appeal, and in your mind you think you're going to give the uh, yeshiva's dinner X amount of dollars, and then you decide you're not going to. Are you obligated to give that stalker because you were chasha beliboy? Lemaisa, I made a kabbalah in my lave to give this money to stalker or not. The Ramah says, chasha beliboy litenez a double lit stalker, chayev lechkayev machshavte. You're obligated to fulfill your machshavah. The ain't sarach amira. You don't have to speak it out. So a kabbalah belave is a kabbalah. Elo, dem hoyo oimer. If you would say it, then not only would you be obligated to, but Bezdin would make sure you give it. But whether you say it or don't say it, as long as you have the machshav of Belibai, you're mechuyev to give the tztak. Of Yeshayim in the Ramah says, that if you didn't speak it out, but the Ramah says, the Iker is like the Svaru Yishayna, that Staka, Nidrei Staka, is Chabu Machshava. Says the Vilna Goyen and Biragro, what's the Shiloh? What's this Machlekes? Two days in the Ramah, it's based, of course, on a Machlekes Rishayna. So what's the, the Shiloh in the Ramah, whether if someone has Machshava to pledge Staka, it's Chalanat, says the Biragro, Yishayna, he starts with the second sheet that says, you're not obligated, the Davka B'Truma V'Kachim. By Truma and Kachim, there's a Halacha that Hektish is Chabu Machshava. We learn it from that's Allah and Ilchas Hektish. Here we're talking about Staka. Staka, not giving it to Hashem. Staka is going to go to the Aniyim. That's not Hektish. It's not Hektish. There's no Allah that Staka is going to be Chal ben Machshava. The Svarri Shoyne Sfirle, what is the first sad in the Ramah hold? That Staka Harehu Ki Kachim. That Staka is like Kachim. In other words, says the Gra. What's the two Tzadim in the Ramah? Whether Hektish is Chal ben Machshava. Whether we treat Staka like Hektish, like Kachim. Or we don't treat Staka like Kachim. If we treat it like Kachim, just like you could be Maktish something, believe, so to Nidra. Stalker would be Chavalev as well, Komedivlev. If we don't treat it like Kachim, then we're not going to. Another Maramaka where you find the Shaila is in the Ktsois. The Ktsois is in Simon, Reish Yud Beis, a classic Ktsois he brings from the Radvaz and the Maritats that were Mistapic. Somebody made a nether that he's going to give a certain dollar amount. <laughs> I think in 20 minutes. Somebody. <laughs> The Radvaz and the uh, Maritans cleared. Somebody made a dead there. There's a schnell this guy. Somebody, uh, he knows where it's going over fast. So, Radvaz and the Maritans cleared the child. Somebody made a nether to give a certain dollar amount to an honey. And then later he changed his mind. Instead of giving it to this honey, he wants to give it to another honey. Does he have a right to change it from one honey to another honey? So, he spoke it out. He said, that this dollar amount I'm going to give to Tzedakah. He's now changing the cause. He's changing the Tzedakah. 
So can he do that or can he not do that? Says the Ktsois that he thinks that it's totally in a Toysvis and Masechtis Erechin Davov. Toysvis over there brings B'Shem Rabbeinu Baruch, one of the Bali Toysvis, who discussed, somebody made a nether to give stock, and then afterwards he decided that instead of using the money for stock, he's going to use it to buy a lulav, to, for some other Dvar Mitzvah. Rabbeinu Baruch said he's allowed to. That being that you're using it for a Mitzvah, even though it's not the same Mitzvah that you initially intended to use it for, which was stock, it's something you're allowed to do. So it says the Ktsois, Madach, you're allowed to change it from stock to another Mitzvah. Certainly you'd be able to change it within the realm of stalker from one honey to another honey. When my Sadiq Tsai springs from that Gois Maimini, that the Gois Maimini discusses the Shailah and he brings Mefurish that. The halach is you're not allowed to. That once a person makes a nether that he's going to give the tzedakah to one ani, he's not allowed to change it to give it to another ani. In other words, it's a machlekes him. Whether or not you can change the ani that you're going to be giving the tzedakah to. Says the tzedakah, what's the shaylatolian? He says like this. By hektish, there's a halacha of amira legvaya, that when somebody says that something should belong to Hektish, it automatically becomes Hektish, and it's the equivalent as if you would have done a Kenyan by Hedit. Ordinarily, if I want to sell something to you, so we have to do a Kenyan. Without a Kenyan, I could tell you from today till tomorrow. You need to do a Kenyan. If you don't do a Kenyan, nothing is Chal. That's only by Hedit. By Gavoya, it doesn't work that way. By Gavoya, Amir Gavoya, there's a Koyach of Amir. You say that this parish of Ichatas, or this should belong to Hektish. That the Gabayas, it doesn't matter, Hektish has special rights that just by saying something should belong to Hektish, Hektish doesn't have to make Kinyanim. So they're going to be coined even without the Kinyan. Amir Ligvoya, Kimsir Lahedit. Says the Ksayis, what about Stoko? Do you say by Stoko, Amir Ligvoya, Kimsir Lahedit or not? If you say Amir Ligvoya, Kimsir Lahedit, then once you anoider this money to this stock, to this Ani, the Ani was Eichen it already. If he was Eichen already, how can you take it away from him and give it to somebody else? But if you don't say Amir Ligvoya, Kimsir Lahedit, then all you did was make a pledge. You were yourself to give money to this honey. He wasn't zoichin it yet. You have a chiv to give it to him. So good. So I can change it perhaps and give it from one honey to another honey. What's it totally in? Whether you say Amir Ligvay Kimsir Lahedi by Tzedakah, whether Tzedakah is like Hektish. If Tzedakah is like Hektish, so just like by Hektish is Allah of Amir Ligvay Kimsir Lahedi, Tzedakah you'll also have the Allah of Amir Ligvay Kimsir Lahedi. So you wouldn't be able to change it. If Tzedakah is not treated like Hektish, then you wouldn't have that Allah. So again, another place where you find the Shiloh of is Tzedakah treated like Hektish or not. A third Maramokim is the Machna Frayim. The Machna Ephraim is in Hilchus Stalker Perik Beis, and he has a whole Arichus page after page after page regarding the Shiloh. One of the cases he discusses is that a man made a, a pledge to give Stalker, and then he died. Do his Yarshim have a Chiyuv to now fulfill the pledge that the father made? Says the Machna Ephraim is telling the Shiloh. If Amir Ligvayikim Sirlehedit, then a pledge is not just a Chiyuv, it actually belongs to the Amir now. So you have a Chiyuv to go ahead and do it. It's no different than any other Chiyuv that if the father died, he left over a Chiyuv, there's halachas that the Yisayim would have to pay the Chiyuv. Abaldi Parim and Yisayim, and we learned all these sugars in the end of Ksubas. But the Yarshim have a Chiyuv to fulfill the Chiyuv of their father. But if it's merely a pledge, there's no Amir Ligvayikim Sirlehedit, so then it could be the children would have a chiv to fulfill the tzedakah pledges of their fathers. So either way, three very halacha l'maysa Number one, if somebody is mekabo beliboy to, to give tzedakah, whether the machshava creates a real nether. Number two, can I change from one ani to another ani? And number three, if a man dies and he leaves over pledges and tzedakah, are the yarshim obligated to fulfill the pledges of their father? Are they not obligated? And there's a beautiful tshuva for Ramosha. This tshuva was written in 1940, and the Shiloh was sent him by Rab Gedal Yashor Shlita, Rabbi Masif Satsal. And the Shiloh was, he said that in America they had a fund, they raised money, they did a fundraiser, and they were going to send clothing to poor children in Poland. 
and the war broke out, and there was no way to get the clothing into Poland to give it to the Aniye Yisrael that were living in Poland. The question that was asked to Ramayusha was, what do you do with this clothing now? What, do you, what are you supposed to do with it? Ramayusha goes through this sugya of switching from one Ani to another Ani, the sugya of Moisit Staka, these are sugyas, just to go through the, the cheshben of Ramayusha, it's unbelievable, but at the end Ramayusha's psak was that you should send it to Eretz Yisrael. He said that I heard that in Eretz Yisrael there are also Aniyim that would also benefit from the clothing, and there's a, a, a Milo in Stokka of Aniyah Eretz Yisrael, and it's, it's a Milo Yisera over giving Stokka and Chutzlaretz, so his Psak Halacha was, take the clothing and send it to Eretz Yisrael. Unbelievable. The Shaila yeah. itself is just yeah, incredible. Because anyway, they, they push, couldn't send it to Poland. Right, right. yeah, and a Hanami. Yeah, and a Hanami. But he goes through all the different Cheshbonis and the Umdenes, and either way, unbelievable. So we discussed Yesh Yad Lehefker, so we discussed Yesh Yad Lekedushin, Yesh Yad Lepeyer, Yesh Yad Letztoka, and now we're up to the fourth Shaila. Yesh Yad Lehefker, I don't know Hefker. So somebody's mafker something, and he doesn't say a complete Loshin of Hefker, he only says a Yad for Hefker. Is it Chal, or is it not Chal? Says the Gemara, Hainu Tztoka. Hefker is Tztoka. Now why should Hefker be Tztoka? So if you look at the top Tzvist, the Stam Mafker, Bishful Sheyizku Banim. Usually if somebody makes something Hefker, he doesn't have a mind that the Gvir should come and be Zeichet. He probably, in his mind, thinks that the Ani should be Zeichet. So Hefker is a little bit like Tztoka. So asks the Gemara. So what's the Shiloh? The same Shiloh of Yeshia Adlitzdaka should be Yeshia Adlitzdaka. Says the Gemara. No, Intim Zoloi Markomer. Intim Zoloi Yeshia Adlitzdaka. Even if you'll tell me Yeshia Adlitzdaka, why? The Ein Hekish Lemechza. Because once we have a Hekish between Stock and Karbonos, Lingin Baltacher, so too with regards to other Alachis. Hefker Mi Amrin Hainut Stock. So by Hefker, do you say that it's Stocker, like we just said, because you probably intended that it should be for Anim. Oidoma, although you intended that it should be for Anim, but Shani Stocker. The Stocker Lei Chazi El Anim. Stocker only an Ani is allowed to take it. I will have to, even if your intention was not necessarily for the Aniyim, but Bain La Aniyim, Bain La Shirman, Usher can take Hefker as well, so therefore it's not Stalker, that's the Shaila. Do we look at it as it's Stalker, or do we not look at it as Stalker? Says the Gemara Vaita. But Ravina, another Shaila. Yeshia, the Beis Akisei, Oi, loy. So what's the Shaila Beis Akisei? The Allah is that you're not allowed to say a Dovisha Bikdusha. can't learn or say Krishna. In a base akisei or in a base hamerchet, it's learned out from a pasuk that says v'hoya machanecha kadosh, so that you have to be in a machna of kedusha while you recite uh, a dover shel kedusha. Not only is the halacha that a person can't recite or have a machshava of a dover shel kedusha in a base akisei, but even if the base akisei wasn't used yet as a base akisei, you only set it aside as a base akisei. The gemara is going to say hasmona milsehi, so that even then it would be a problem. The child in the gemara is if somebody set aside a, an area to be used as a base akisei, but he didn't use a complete lotion. He just set it aside using a yad. Yes, yad base akisei. Oh Lord, the rush speaks out that this child is different than all the other shilas. All the other shilas, the gemara was clearing on the dairaisa level. That is there halach of yadis on the dairaisa level. There's no basis to say yes yad base akisei. On the Dairaisa level. There's no hekish. It's not Dumyu Dididarim. The Shaila in the Gemara is, is did the Rabbanon make a harchaka because of Ayyamachanecha Kaddish and say that just like there's a Dairaisa, the concept of Yadis, so too there'll be a, a, a rabbinic concept of Yadis in the halachis of Ayyamachanecha Kaddish or not. But this Shaila says the Rosh is not on the Dairaisa level. It's all on the, the Rabbanon level. So it says the Gemara, Bay Ravina, Yeshad Bay Sakisa, Yolo, Hechidami, what's the case? Ilay Medamar, Dain Basil, Havi Sakisa, Vodain Nami, he was setting aside. The base akise said this room should be base akise, and that one also. Hey, base akise nami, but that's a regular base akise because the vaden nami goes back on the hodein base alavi base akise. Elokin the amar vaden v'loyamar nami mai. 
מאי הודין דא אמר, והודין נמי בסקיסי, אוי דומה מאי והודין, הודין לא תשמישו באלמא כאמר, this one's going to be בסקיסי, and the other one I'm going to use for something else. says the Gemara, מחל דפשיט ולא לרבינא די יש זימה בסקיסי, the whole שיילה ויש אלו בסקיסי, like we just spoke out, is predicated on the fact that you don't actually have to use it as a בסקיסי in order for it to get a din of a בסקיסי. the fact that you set it aside as a בסקיסי, that in its all is enough. ומי בואי לא לרבינא ברבינא himself, who's the one who's clearing this שיילה ויש אלו בסקיסי, somewhere else was unsure whether or not if you just set aside a room as a Beis it gives it the Allah of a Beis HaKisei because if you don't have a Beis HaKisei you don't have a Beis HaKisei so doesn't Ravina first have to figure out whether Zimun even works and only afterwards discuss the Allah of Yadis says the Gemara Ravina yeah Ravina was clearing the Shaila as an intim Tzolema meaning number one Shaila A Zimun Moyo Ain Zimun Moyo does Zimun even work an intim Tzolema yeah Zimun if Zimun works, yesh yad, ayen yad, and the Gemara concludes, ti boyele. What is ti boyele? says, toisvis, ti boyele means teku. If ti boyele means teku, why didn't the Gemara say teku? Why did it say ti boyele? says toisvis, because loshin nedorim meshuna. The language of Mesechtis Nedarim is different than the language in all other Mesechtis and Shas. Loshin Nazar is also meshuna. It's a little bit different, I mean that's a little bit different, there's actually some rest of the story with regards to why Lashen Nedarim is Meshunah, I've seen that some say that that Mesechtis Nedarim wasn't edited by the Amairoim as well as some of the other Mesechtis were, and for that reason, just the whole surah of just look at the Amid, it, it looks very different than a regular Mesechta. You know, you open up a typical Talmud Bavli, so you have the Gemara, on the right side you have Rashi, on the left side you have Toysvis, here you have Rashi on the right side, Right, depending on if you're on Amal, on the base, thank you. Over here, you have Rashi on the right side, but according to many, Rashi on the Sechdes, the Dorum, I meant to speak to that in the Akdomo, is not even Rashi. In Yeshiva, there was always a rumor that was written, written by one of Rashi's daughters. Remember Yeshiva, everyone used to try to find which Rashi is the Raya, that Rashi's daughter wrote it. But either way, so you have Rashi that apparently is not even from Pirish Rashi. On the left side, you don't have Toysfus, you have the Ran, who's the Ikka Pirish on the Sechdes, You have a little Toysfus on the side. This Toysfus is very different than regular Toysfus. This Toysfus is more of a Mafarish than it is the regular Toysfus in Shas. You have the Pirish Arosh. On, on the side. So either way, Lashin Nedar and Meshunah, here Taisa speaks it out clearly. Ha'orah number one. Ha'orah number two, so we had a whole bunch of different Shilas here. Yeshia L'Tztaka, Yeshia L'Peya, Yeshia L'Hefker, and the Gemara just said, Tibayule, Teku. The Gemara didn't resolve the Shila. So the question is, what's the Allah Maisa? So Yeshia L'Kedushin, the Gemara didn't say what the Allah is, you'll assume. Suffolk Mikudeshes. Obviously, you're going to go to Chumrah. That's easy. Yeshia L'Besakisei. So maybe it's only Midrabanon, Suffolk Midrabanon. Good. It's pretty simple how you would go about it. Regarding Peya and Stoka and Hefka, there, there's already a Machlikis Rishonim. Why is there a Machlikis Rishonim? Because on the one end, it's a Suffolk Isser. Am I Mechuyiv to give this to the Yoni or not? And if I'm Mechuyiv to give it to the Yoni and I don't give it to the Yoni, I'm over an Isser. On the other hand, it's also a Suffolk Momin. And what's the rule by Suffolk Momin? So there's a long round here on the page where the round discusses whether we treat all these sveikas as a suffix iser, as a suffix moment. So it's an interesting round. And the truth is you have to know every suffix moment. Isn't every suffix moment a suffix iser? I think I remember from Yeshiva they say the kasha from the tumim. Every suffix moment. Why isn't it a suffix iser? Maybe you have a sigzal. So how do you have a right to look at every suffix moment just as a suffix moment? There not there always going to be an iser component? So this round is definitely one of the 
the Mar Mekoymis, where the Ran is discussing whether we should treat this as a suffix moment of a Moitzim Mechaveri Yolav Araya, or we should treat it as a suffix Isser. Either way, Zokhtim Moravaita. Menuda and Ilach. So the last line of the Mishnah was if somebody says a Yadlin Adorim, the Lashin uses Menuda and Ilach, Rabbi Akiva, Hoyo Chaychich Bozelahach. That sounds like Rabbi Akiva was a little bit unsure. Chaychich, the Ran's not sure what the, the origin of the word Chaychich is. But either way, Rabbi Akiva was Chaychich Lahachman. Now, what's unique about the word Menuda? Right? The Mishnah gave examples of Yodis, Mudrani, Mufrashni, Muchakni. There was clear to the Gemara that these are Yodis Nadarim. Menuda and Ilach is a little bit unclear. What's unclear about Menuda? Because on the one hand, it's a Lashon Neder. On the other hand, it could be also a Lashon of Nidoi. Nidoi is a form of Cherem. Shamta, Cherem, Nidoi. We learned this. We learned the Sugis of Nidoi in the end of Mesach Tzmaikan. Have the Ramam here. So Nidoi is a Lashon of Cherem. So when a person says Menuda and Ilach, does he mean I'm going to treat you as if you're in Cherem? Or does he mean a lotion of nether. So, Rabbi was unsure, and Hoyechoychech Pazalach. Amr Abaya, Moedir Rabbi Akiva, in your Malkus, Sheinoi like Although the Mishnah says Rabbi Akiva was Choychech Lahach, meaning he said that we have to treat it as if it's a nether, but it was only a Chumrah, and therefore, with regards to Malkus, there's not going to be Malkus. The Ran says that you see from here that ordinarily, if a person would make a nether with a Yad, he would get Malkus. It's only over here where Rabbi Akiva wasn't sure whether it's a lotion of Darim, that Rabbi Akiva said this is going to be no Malchus. However, a regular Yadlin Adarim, there is going to be Malchus. Rabbi Kiva Eger and Gilin Ashas sends you to Iran that we spoke at last week on Daftal Ramadez, where the Iran said him a furish, right? The Gemara had a Braisa, a Hekish between Adarim and Aziris. And the Gemara learned out a whole bunch of different halachis using this Hekish. And the Gemara at the end, one of the halachis was Hafara. And the Gemara asked why do you need a Hekish? From the Dharm to Naziros to learn the halach of Afara, learn it out with a mammoth, you know. That just like you find a parasha of Afara by the Dharm, so too there should be a parasha of Afara by Naziris as well. And Duran asked a nice kasha, the why did Gemara wait until the end of the Brysa to ask that kasha? Why didn't the Gemara ask on the beginning of the Brysa? The beginning of the Brysa learned out the halach of Yodis through the Hekish. Why do I need a Hekish in Dharm to Naziris to learn that Yodis? Learn it out from the mammoth, you know, says Duran, because Yodis has Malchus implications, and Malchus you can't give a person with a mammoth, you know, because Ain Oinchin. So it's a mafurish around already. Daftal on the base. Here the Ran says it again on Davzayin and Aleph that if a person makes a nether with a yad, it's an important halacha. There is going to be malchus. Either way, Omer Abaya Moed Rabbi Akiva liy malchus sheinu loiket imkain because if there's malchus nisni Rabbi Akiva machr. Omer Rapapa Rapapa said benedina minach. If a person would say a loshen adina minach to kulam lepligid aser, Rabbi Akiva wouldn't have been choichech lahachmer. Everybody would agree. Not only Rabbi Akiva, his chaverim as well, that it's a loshen neder. Mishamtano minach. Person would use the lotion of Shamta, Nikolai <coughs> Everybody would agree it's Mutter, because that's certainly a lotion of Cherim, a lotion of Nido. He doesn't need to make a nether. But my Pligi, where was the Shaila, the Menuda Niloch? This exact lotion that Rabbi Kiva used in the Mishnah. Rabbi Kiva saw listen to me. Do you who? Rabbi Kiva understood it as a lotion of. Niduya Loshan of Neder, and therefore Rabbi Kiva was Chaychach Lahachmer, Rabbonan Savri Lishno Dimisham Tanohu. And the Rabbonan thought that it was a Loshan of Shamta, and therefore they held its motto. Says the Gemara, Pligid Rav Chiza, this last thing that we just said is not like Rav Chiza. Who gathered on the Misham Tanah, but Nechsei the Brei, there was somebody who made a Neder, he used the Loshan of Misham Tanah, from the Chas Rabbi Yirmi Barabbasan, also the Kamidav Chizda, he came to Rav Chizda, Amalei Rav Chizda told him, Last the Lahad Rabbi Akiva, you have nothing to worry about, because it's only Rabbi Akiva that says in such a case that it's a problem, and nobody holds like Rabbi Akiva. Now, what was the case over there? What did the person say? Misham Tanah. So you see there, Rav Chizda held Rabbi Akiva's halacha was said, 
even by Misham Tanaka. So there, the Misham Tano, Pligi, Omarab Elo, Omarav. So on the topic of Nidoi, the Gemara digresses a little bit regarding the halachas of Nidoi. Omarav Elo, Omarav, Nido, Befonov, a material Elo, Befonov. So if somebody was put into Nidoi, the halacha is that if the Rav, the Talmud Chacham, is going to take him out of Nidoi, he, it has to be done in front of him. Meaning, if the nidui was done in front of the person, if the person was present when he was put in nidui, then you could only be matter the nidui if the person is present as well. Nidoi, shaloi befanav, however, if somebody was put into nidui, shaloi befanav, while he was not present, matir loy then, the aloch is that you could take him out of nidui, bein befanav, bein shaloi befanav. Another aloch. Omrav chanan omarav, hashemeya haskaras, hashem ipichaveroi, tzorok lanadois, if somebody just mentions Hashem's name for Frivolously, just says Hashem's name, the person that hears him mention Hashem's name has to put him into Nidoi. The Imloi Nido, if he doesn't put him into Nidoi, who atzmoi behave Nidoi? Then he himself is chayev to be put into Nidoi. Why? Why is mentioning Hashem's name so chamor that if somebody mentions it, he has to be put into Cherim? And not only that, if somebody hears it, and doesn't put that person, he himself is going to be put into Cherim. Because if Hashem's name is used in vain, it causes Anios to come into the world. The Anios Kemisa. And Anios is a very terrible thing. It's as terrible as Misa. Shenemar Kimesu Kolo Anoshim. Because it says, Kimesu Kolo Anoshim is referring to Dosim Vaviram. We'll get back into that in a second. The Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, Kamokim Shenastu Chachamim Eneyem, Oimisa Yoini. You find that Misa and Oini are always equivalent. So it's for that reason that if someone is Shemeya Skars Hashem Epichaveroi, Number one, Tzarech Lanadoisoi, Vemloi Nideo, Hu Atzmo Yehibonido, is because Askar Hashem Shemayim is very Chomer. Why is it so Chomer? Because it causes Anius to come to the world, and when Anius is like Misa, so therefore, it's a Dover Chomer Adlamoid. So just a few Ha'aris on this Gemara. Number one, the Alochas of Nidoi are mentioned in the end of Vilchas Tamatera. And why they mentioned in the end of Vilchas Tamatera, so it's, it's amazing. The reason is because one of the people that is put into Cherem, one of the people that doesn't have a Chiyof put into Cherem is someone that's a Mavaza Talmud Chacham. So being that a Mavaza Talmud Chacham is Chayev Nidoi, it's for that reason the Rambam felt that the place to put Hilchas Nidoi is in Hilchas Talmud Torah. And incidentally, on the topic of being Mavaza Talmud Chacham, I was just going through these halachas yesterday, I'll just show you one haloch in the Rambam, it's unbelievable, it's scary. Hilchas Talmud Torah, Perik Vav Aloch Yedalav. Oven Godol Hu Levaza Yisach HaChachamim, Oglis Noyosam. It's an oven Godol for someone to be Mavaza, a Talmud Chacham, or to hate him. Loicharvi Yerushalayim, Atshabizu Batamim. Stop the middle. Vanius is Kemisa, that just like Misa, that Anius like Misa, Noni is Chashav Kemes. How do we know that? We learned it out from Dasa Vaviram. Right, what's the story in the beginning of Sefer Shmois? So Moshe sees um, two... A Mitzri hitting somebody, he kills the Mitzri. Tosem Aviram witness Moshe killing the Mitzri. They run to Paroi and they tell Paroi that uh, Moshe killed the Mitzri. Now there's a marker on Moshe Menu's life. Moshe has to flee Mitzrayim. He goes to Midian. <laughs> he spends a, a lot of time there. And then in the end of Parshish Moshe, Hashem comes to Moshe and he, first of all, he reveals himself to Moshe by the snare, the whole story. And then afterwards he tells him that you can now leave. 
Midian and go back to Mitzrayim. But Yehimah Hashem al-Moshe b'Midian leich shuv Mitzrayim ki mesu kolo anoshim ha-mevakshim es nafshech. That all the people that wanted to kill you, they all died. It's time for you now to go back. Now who are these people? Dasan v'aviram. So asks Rashi, it's based on a Gemara later, and that's the Cheshman that the Ran speaks out over here. Did Dasan v'aviram really die? Dasan v'aviram didn't die. They're going to be around for a long time. They have a lot of work to do. So what do you mean ki mesu kolo anoshim? Say chazal. What it means is they became poor. They lost all their money. And what it meant in this context was is that they lost their political power. They were powerful people. They were they were gvirim. So as long as they were gvirim, you know, that was So they had an opinion. So Pari was going to listen to them and they had some clout to take out Moshe. But now that they lost their money, they lost all their power. And because they lost their power, Sashem tells Moshe, you have nothing to worry about. There's a beautiful Meshachachma on this passage. The Meshachach, classic. The Meshachachma says that if you think about it, it's an unbelievable thing. Hashem appeared to Moshe by the snap. And he tells Moshe by the snap, I want you to be the shliach. You're going to take the Yidin out of I swore to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov that at some point there's going to be a Geula. The Yidin will be taken out of Mitzrayim. I want you to be the shliach. You're the chosen person to take the Yidin out of Mitzrayim. Moshe goes back and forth. Shach Levitaria, seven days. At the end, Moshe succumbs and he agrees he's going to be the one to take the Yidin out of Mitzrayim. But Moshe doesn't go back to Mitzrayim right away to be Mekayim Eshlichos. There's a Pasuk that happens first, this Pasuk. Vayoyim Hashem HaMoshe B'Midyon, Leich Shuv Mitzrayim, Ki Meisu Kol HaNoshem HaVadjo Go back to Mitzrayim, and take the Yidin out. Why? Because the people that want to kill you already died. The next Pasuk, Vayikach Moshe Sishtay Vazbonov, He goes to Mitzrayim, He goes to Paroi, and the rest is history. That's when the Geula begins. It sounds like from the Pasik that had Dasim Avirin still been alive, Moshe wouldn't have gone back to Mitzrayim. Mm-hmm. How's that possible? Moshe has a shlichus now to save Klai Yisrael. Because Dasim Avirin want him dead, he's going to somehow relieve himself from this obligation, from this shlichus that Hashem gave him to take the anatomy Mitzrayim, says, so you think it's a practical thing, yeah, Sa- I hear, says the Meshachachma, that it's not just, it wasn't just a practical thing, it was a halachic thing, because as long as Dustin Aviram wanted to kill Moshe, that means for Moshe to go back to Mitzrayim, he would have been putting his life in danger. And a person is not obligated to risk his own life to save somebody else's life. And even though this was Hatzol as Yisrael, he wasn't just saving one person's life. He was saving the entire Kla Yisrael. Not just that, it was only a Suffolk. No one says for sure he's going to get killed. It's not like jump into the fire to save somebody else's life. Maybe they're going to kill him. Maybe they're not going to kill him. Maybe he'll be able to get away with it. Still, Suffolk Pekuach Nefesh is not Doicha even Hatzolas Kla Yisrael. Says the Meshachachma, says the Meshachachma, this Pasik he believes is a Makar to a Mishnah. Meshachachma does that sometimes. He'll find a Makar and a Pasik to like a Mafurish, a Mishnah, a Mafurish, a Gemara. The Mishnah is a Mesech des Makis, the Mishnah over there is discussing a Ritzach Meshachik. What's the Lach about the Ritzach Meshachik? He goes to Golas. Why does he go to Golas? Because if he stays outside of Golas, the guy will can kill him. That's the Lach he goes to Golas. The Gemara learns a Pasik. It says, Lonus Sham, Ashenos Shama. We learn from there, Shama Tehe, that the Ritzach has a mitzvah a mitzvah, to remain inside Golas until the Kohen Golas dies, until he's allowed to leave. Says the Mishnah. The Eino Yotzeh. The Ritzeach doesn't leave. Loi le'edus mitzvah. Not to say edus. V'loi le'edus momen. V'loi le'edus nefashis. V'afilu Yisrael tzrichem Even if he didn't need him. V'afilu sar tzvah Yisrael. Even if he's the chief of staff of the Jewish army. K'yayim ben Seruya. 
He still doesn't leave. He's Yoyav Ben Suruya. The Yedin are fighting a war. They need their general to lead them into, into battle so that they'll save Jewish lives. It doesn't matter. Even then, the Ritzech doesn't leave. It's a Mishnah. Says the Meshachachma, we did Rabbeinu HaKadosh. That's what he says. We did Rabbeinu get this halacha from this Pasuk. Because just like Moshe wasn't mechuyev to put his life in danger to save Klai Yisrael, so too if Yoyev Ben Suruya was in Golos and the Goyal Adam is allowed to kill him, he would not be mechuyev to leave Golos and put his life at risk. Maybe the Goyal Adam is going to kill him even if it's at the expense of leading the Yidin into war because Suffolk B'Koach Nefesh is not Doicha even Hatzolos Klai Yisrael. That's a classic Meshachachmo. One other Maramokin with regards to the Halacha of Shenei Haskaras Hashem. So the Gemara says that Shenei Haskaras Hashem is very Chomor. It's very Chomor because Anius Mitsuyo, Anius Kemiso, where does it say in the Torah that a person is not allowed to say Hashem's name in vain? So look at the Ran. The Ran says, it's a Gemara in the beginning of Masechtas Tamura. We learn it out from the Pasuk, as Hashem Lekechatiro. And from as Hashem Lekechatiro, we learn that you have to have Yira, not only for Hashem, but for the Shem Hashem as well. So a person is not allowed to just say Hashem's name in vain. It's learned out from Es Hashem Eloikecho Tira. There's a Gemara Masech, this Brochus, that Flamid Yuma Lamed Aleph. The Gemara over there says as follows. If somebody says a bracha she'en etzricha, so you're not mechuyiv to make a shahakal, and you make a shahakal. Oiver mishum leisisa. You're oiver... Because you mentioned Hashem's name in vain. That's what the Torah says you're not allowed to do. There's a machlikis, Toysvis and the Rambam had to understand this Gemara. Toysvis says, the Gemara doesn't mean literally it's only an Isid Rabbonon and it's a Asmachta Ba'alma that but as an asmachta, you're over lisisa. But it's not a real lisisa. To the contrary, if somebody makes a rochosh in Yitzricha, you're not even over nisa de raisa, you're only over nisa de rabbana. The Rambam, when he brings this halacha, brings it as a real nisa de raisa, that if somebody makes a rochosh in Yitzricha, you're over an nisa de raisa of lisisa shem Hashem al In other words, there's a machloikis, toisvis, and the Rambam. If somebody makes a rochosh in Yitzricha, is it more chomer than just mentioning Hashem's name? Or is it less chomer than just mentioning Hashem's name? When a person makes a bracha shein etzrich, he's mentioning Hashem's name in vain. But is it more chamor or less chamor than if you would just say Hashem's name, not in the context of a bracha? According to Toysus, it's less chamor. If a person just says Hashem's name, you're over an Isidei Raisa, in the Sarasei, as Hashem Alikecho Tira. If somebody makes a bracha shein etzrich, you're not over an Isidei Raisa, you're only over an Isidei Rabbonon. Of Loisisa, Shem Hashem al of the Asmachta version of it, but not the real Isdei Rais, only Isdei Rabbonah. According to the Rambam, if someone says Hashem's name, just Stamazoi, you're even Isdei Rais, of Hashem al Kachatira, if you say a Brocha Shem Etricha, then you're over not only an Isra say, but you're over the Isra Loisa say, the Loisa say of Loisisa, which is very Chamor, you're going to be over a regular Loisa say. There's a, a very interesting Chuvas Rab Kivager. Rab Kivager was asked to Shiloh that any time a person has a Suffolk Brochus, so you're not sure if you have to make a bracha. So what do you do if you have a Suffolk Brochus? Suffolk Brochus Arkel. You just don't make the bracha. Unless it's a bracha de raisa, such as Birchas Amazen. So then Suffolk Brochus Lahachmer, then you will make the bracha. The Shoyal asked Rabbi Kiva Eger that every time you have a Suffolk Brochus, I have an idea. The idea is, the halacha is that brachas could be said b'chaloshan. A bracha doesn't have to be said dafik b'chaloshan like Yiddish. You can make a bracha in any language. We just learned that at the beginning of Masechta Zadarim. Kinuyim. A person can make a, a bracha b'chaloshan. The Shach says in Yerideh, Simen Kufayin Tess, that if somebody writes Hashem's name b'loshan chayl, 
and he erases it, he's not over the Issa Mechikas Hashem. The Shach said, somebody would write Gott, for example, and then he would erase it, you're not over the Issa Mechikas Hashem. This Mechikas Hashem is only if the Shem Hashem was written in Kodesh. But if it was written in in that case, you're not going to be over the Issa of Mechikas Hashem. So if somebody says Hashem's name, Belosh and Choyl, he said Hashem's name, but it doesn't have the Ketusha with regards to Mechikas Hashem. So Shoyl asked Rabbi Kiv that every time you have a Slavic Brachas, why don't you just say Hashem's name, Belosh and Choyl? The fact that it wasn't Belosh and Kodesh is not a problem, because Brachas are said, Belosh Ah, you mentioned Hashem's name in vain. No, you didn't. Because just like the Shach says, you could be Mechik, the Shem Hashem, Belosh and Choyl, so too there should be no Yisr, to be Masker, Levatolo, the Shem Hashem. So why don't you just write it, Belosh and Choyl. So Rabbi Kivega told him, Ein dvorim mechuvonim lahalach uklalokal. It's a good chap. However, he says it doesn't work out. He says, I'm going to tell you why. He says, because the Rambam Shita is, that when a person says a Brachas Shem Yitzricha, Yo'ever lo now, according to the Rambam, is said regarding Baruch Hashem Yitzricho, but of course it's also in a gay if somebody makes a shvua with the Shem Hashem. That's the Iker Parsha. If somebody makes a shvua shav and he uses Hashem's name, you're over the Iser of Loisisa Shem Hashem Hashem. Now, with regards to shvua shav, the Rambam says that a person doesn't have to say Hashem's name. If a person would say a shvua shav, and not mention Hashem's name, only mention a kinui for the Shem Hashem, that alone, that alone would constitute a shuashav. So, for example, if somebody would say rachum, which is a kinui for Hashem, Hashem is a rachum, and then make a shuashav, he'd be over this shuashav. If somebody would say chanun, if somebody would say a kinui for Hashem's name in the context of shuashav, he'd be over the iser of loisisa Shem Hashem alikach alashav. Says Rabbi Kivager, that's poshit, that if somebody says Hashem's name, belosh and laz, belosh and choyl, it's like gara from a kinui. To say God or Gat is no worse than saying Rachel Vachanon. And if somebody would make a Shvua Shav with a Kinoi of Hashem's name, it's Pashit that if somebody would make a Shvua Shav and say Hashem's name, Beloshan Laz, that he would be over the Isser Shvua Shav as well. He'd be over the Isser The Rambam says that when a person makes a Bracha Shenitzricha, he's over Loisisa. Loisisa, you're over even if you use a Kinoi. So says Rabbi Kinegar, it's not an Itzah. Because if you're going to make a Bracha Shenitzricha and you're going to say Hashem's name, Beloshan Laz, being that when a person makes a Bracha Shenitzricha, he's over Loisisa. And if a person says Hashem's name, it's a kinoi for the Shem Hashem. So you're going to be over the regular Isa So says it's not going to be an Eitzah. And with regards to the halachas of Hashem the Isra say, you're right, based on the Shach, if somebody says Hashem's name, it shouldn't be an Isra as Hashem Just like there's no Isra Mechika on Hashem Beloshan Laz. So too, there's no iser of as Hashem lekechatira for Hashem's name belosh and las. But here, there's a new iser when you make a bracha shen itzricha. The iser leisisa, and by the iser leisisa, the Rambam says even kinuyim are considered the shem Hashem. Hashem's name belosh and las is certainly not worse than a kinoy. And if it's not worse than a kinoy, says Rabbi Kivager, you wouldn't be able to say a bracha shen itzricha even if you're mentioning Hashem's name belosh and las. Just to finish the daf, says the Gemara. It's on the topic of nidoy amr abab. I've given the command to Rav Huna as one standing in front of Rav Huna. And I heard, or Ravuna heard, a woman mention.
mention Hashem's name in vain. Shamta, and he put her into cherem. V'sharlo la'alt of And then right away, while she was still standing there, he put, took her out of cherem. And Shema minatlas. And I learned from that three halachas. Shema minat, I learned Hashemei Askaras, Hashemei Pichavero, Yitzarach Lanadosli, that if you hear somebody mention Hashem's name, you have to put him into cherem. V'shema minat, and I also learned from there, Nidol B'fanov, Eimatir Nidol B'fanov, that if you put someone cherem in front of the person, you have to put, take him out of cherem in front of the person as well. V'shema minat, I also learned from here another halacha, Eimbe Nidol Afarav Lekom, that you can put someone cherem and immediately take him out of cherem. There's no halacha you have to be cherem like for a day or a week or a month. There's no halacha you can take him right out of cherem. Another halacha, Amrav Gidol Amrav, Talmud Chacham Menadal Atzvim Meifal Atzvim. Talmud Chacham can put himself in cherem. And take himself out of here. There's a there's a in the Rishonim whether we're talking about a tamachacham that just wants to put himself into cherem for whatever reason, or even a tamachacham that's chayiv cherem. Meaning maybe if he's chayiv, maybe then you can't put yourself in cherem. You just stop, want to put yourself in cherem, you know, go for it, and then you could be made for atzmi as well. Says the Gemara Pshita, it's pasha. Why would you think that the Talmud Chacham can't take himself out of cherem? Mal the I would have thought. Right, if you're in jail, you can't take yourself out of jail. Kamash Malan, it's not that work. It's, it, that's not the way. Hey, Why in the world would a Talmud Chacham ever want to put himself in Cherem, then take himself out of Cherem? So, how does this all play out? There was a story of Shamta. If he knew someone that deserved to be in Cherem, a Barbei Rav, a Talmud Chacham, so he didn't feel comfortable putting a Talmud Chacham into Cherem. He didn't want to do it. So, first we put himself into Cherem. Why? So, some Rishonim say, as a Kapara, that he's about to put someone else in Cherem. And while he was in a state of Cherem, he would put this Barbe Rav into Cherem. And then when he came home, he would take himself out of Cherem. And then afterwards, he would take that person out of Cherem. Incidentally, the Ran has a discussion. It sounds like that when he came home, it was important for him to put himself out of Cherem. Why? Probably because he didn't want to come home and his family shouldn't be able to be in his Dalaramis, his family shouldn't be able to tr- conduct with him regularly, meaning the halachas of cherem apply not only to strangers, but to a person's family members as well. Say we don't just put people into cherem, but nidui cherem was once a, a part of life. So if it was a part of life, somebody's putting cherem, is allowed to go home? Is his wife included in the cherem? So the, like so the Ran <laughs> so the Ran says that it could be a wife is different because a wife you have ishta kegufoi, and being that you have ishta kegufoi, she's never looked at as a separate person. She's kegufoi. So even though you're in cherem, your wife is allowed to be together with you. And the Ran says Abaraya, because the Gemara might cut and clears menuda mal mishamita. Someone that's a menuda. Is she allowed, or is he allowed to engage in Tash Meshamit or not? Mm-hmm. So it says the Ran, if the halachas of Nidri apply, can't even be in Radal Ramis. So certainly there's an Isr Tash Meshamita. So the Ran says maybe that's a Raya, that Ishta Kigufa is even a person's in Cherem, but for the wife it doesn't apply.